the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. God seals those who are His. Do not harm those who are sealed with the Spirit of God. I remember in Ezekiel, God was going to bring judgment on the people. And Ezekiel said, go and mark those who sigh and groan over the sins of the land. Mark those so when my judgment comes, it will not fall upon them because they share the same heart that I share for a compassion for God's word, for a love of God's word. They want to stand up for the truth. Oh, they might not be perfect, but God sees their heart. They are marked by God when they put his truth. They elevate his truth. They look to his son for redemption. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the second part of this sobering message from Pastor Shane titled, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Revivalist preacher Samuel Chadwick once said, Spirit-filled souls are ablaze for God. They love with a love that glows. They serve with a faith that kindles. They serve with a devotion that consumes. They hate sin with fierceness that burns. They rejoice with a joy that radiates. Love is perfected in the fire of God. Today, Pastor Shane lays it out directly for you, listener. Are you hungry for God? Do you thirst for His presence? Are you desperate for His Holy Spirit to light you ablaze? Listen to this fiery sermon as Pastor Shane once again challenges us to seek Christ with all of our hearts. All for the glory of our beautiful Savior, King Jesus. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. Right? The fullness of the Spirit, the anointing of the Spirit, the filling of the Spirit. Why? Because that has what made the most dramatic change in my life. The anointing of God upon your life, full of the Spirit of God. Not perfect, but forgiven. Get back up. Fight again. Filled with the fire. And this topic, so many people, that's why they come to church here. And they write us and they, they travel and they, they, the fire of God, they want that. But conversely, that's why some people leave. It's like Jekyll and Hyde. You need to stop talking about that Holy Spirit stuff. Man, just relax. Relax. Don't get so emotional. It's all about theology. 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 Sir, you're just convicted because you don't have the fire. I asked these guys, when was the last time you led anybody to the Lord? Oh, uh, 
There's no passion. There's no fire. And if you don't want to go deeper in your life, you want to stay, my sermons will offend you. I wouldn't like myself in my 20s. I just, I know. I would not be coming to this church in my 20s. Because I wanted to party. I'm having fun in my 20s. I don't want this guy convicting me. And so it's hard because it hurts. You're trying to help people, but they get upset at you because they're convicted and they don't want to change. And they lash out at you and make up things and say things. But it's, a lot of it has to do with this topic, does it not? Filled with fire. Filled with fire. It's a biblical term. Somebody by the name of John the Baptist, I mean, I, I just, I, I don't want to say goosebumps. I don't want to say, but I, 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 this topic, it just, there's something dynamic that, that takes place in the life of a believer. John the Baptist said, when he comes, when Jesus comes, he will immerse you, overwhelm you, look it up, baptizo in the Greek, He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and and fire. Jesus said it. Why are you mad at me? It's because many don't want the fire. Because the fire will make you go deeper. The fire will make you weep over your sins. The fire will change your carnal life into a a life on fire for God. It's funny. We read about the prophets, but they went through hell. The children of Israel go to the prophets and say, tell us smooth things. Tell us things we want to hear. There There was no prophet that was popular. Do your own research. There was no prophet in the Old Testament. Isaiah? Oh, Lord, no. Jeremiah? Ezekiel? Daniel? Daniel, maybe. Because he wasn't convicting the people. They were already in captivity. Joel? Amos? Obadiah? Was Jonah popular? Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Malachi, was he prophet? Was he, was, he, was he popular? Malachi, he'd say, remember the wife of your youth, you adulterous generation, and return to her. God hates divorce. You think he's popular? None of the guys are popular. You will not have a solid biblical message and be popular with most of the church and definitely not with the culture. There's just no way around it. But a good reminder that I'm actually reminding myself, so just, just the truth will offend, but my attitude shouldn't. The truth will offend, but arrogance and anger should not come out. Right? The truth will offend, and rightly so. It cuts the heart. The, so he filled... The censer, he filled it with fire upon the altar. He threw it to the earth. Good luck figuring out what that means. 
And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquake. And it's a good reminder, God's fire refines us or it consumes us. God's fire will refine the believer, but it will consume the unbeliever. And I love talking about God's fire. And I remember a popular Bible teacher said, we shouldn't talk about that because it's always about judgment. No, it's not. Read your Bible. I'm not afraid of God's fire as a believer at all. I need your fire. Because when I'm on fire, it puts others on fire. John Wesley would tell his preachers, light yourself on fire and people will come and see you burn. Why? Because fire is passion. Is it not? We watched, oh, that guy's on fire. Man, when Colby was around, he was. Or my favorite, I know Pastor Abram might disagree, but Michael Jordan, the goat. There's no way, no, you have to clap. (laughs) Clap for Jesus. But that guy's on fire. Baseball player, certainly on football. Or people walk going around their community they're on fire for god it's a very good thing because the opposite of fire is cold tempted lukewarm uninterested and that's why the great prophet elisha standing on mount carmel Let's see if the people like, like, liked him after this. Okay. He said, how long will you waver between two opinions? If God is God, follow Him. And the people answered him not a word. Interesting, when, I, when he, Elijah prepared the sacrifice in the altar... What descended? And it licked it up. It consumed everything. God's fire. God answered by fire. There's so many rabbit trails. Guys, help me here. Come to rend the heavens and we'll see. God's fire refines or consumes. It liberates or it condemns. Shaking of the earth often parallels God's judgment. Let the mountains shake. That could be what this is. Noises, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquakes. With so much going on, there's so much going on, make sure you find the quiet place. I just thought of when God went to the the other prophet, Elijah, he says he he wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the thunderings, he wasn't in the earthquake. God was in the still, small voice. All these competing noises. I have found, as God is my witness, that He is rarely in the noise. I have to calm my heart, calm my soul before Him to hear Him. It's the gentle whispers. He will wake you up maybe with an alarm, but God leads in the stillness. And it's probably because he will not compete with other voices. Hey, I'm loud too. Hey, I'm loud too. Get rid of that noise and begin to listen to God. So the seven angels who had seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. 
And I'm I'm not going to go through all the different verses, but it was much like the Egyptian plagues. First, the trumpet struck the vegetation, the first trumpet. The second trumpet, the seas were struck. The third trumpet, the waters were struck. And the fourth trumpet, the heavens were struck. And again, if you get time, you can listen to the different views I taught about. Some people believe that this had to do with AD 70 when Titus conquered Israel. I, I can't make that connection here. Or Jerusalem. Others believe that Revelation is a is a is a long history of the church age. Um, or we're going to see a time where cataclysmic events are taking place. Or you won't see a time because you'll be raptured. And some people think we will go through the tribulation as well. See, there's different views on there. Great men of God are divided on that. Personally, obviously, if God's going to pour out His wrath, we are not here. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Unless He preserves us somehow, some way, like He did the children of Israel when He rained down on Egypt, the nation of Israel was spared. Isn't that interesting? And then when the death angel flew over, whoever put the blood on it, whoever put the blood on their door, some of you maybe need to put the blood on it this morning. You need to repent. You need to finally believe in Jesus and stop playing games with God. Stop playing games. That's another sermon title. Stop playing games with God, right? He just He's just downloading. I'm telling you. I don't know if I want to say this or not. Maybe it's encouragement. I've been thinking about it. But um, I have been, I've been fasting a lot this week. Mainly just water. Very challenging. Uh, maybe I'll have a little juice just to get me through like I did today. But I'm telling you, you feel so much better. Once you get through the... three. I told my wife, don't talk to me for three days. Right? <laughs> What a blessing to have a spouse and kids that are on your side. And uh, it was hard because of toxicity or getting rid of stuff. And then, but when that, when that freedom comes, when that, when that breakthrough comes, it's powerful. It's very powerful. When we, when we set a time, uh, time to pray and to fast. And I looked and I heard an angel. Oh, my point was you're not going to die. Right? Take doctor supervision if you need to. Uh, if you're obviously on medication, you have to be real careful because blood pressure medication, for example, lowers your blood pressure. Guess what fasting does? Lowers your blood pressure. So you got to be careful. Or if you're on statin drugs and you're, you're, you're producing, uh, uh, your, your liver is, is holding back the cholesterol and then fasting is going to have some benefits there. A rapamycin, uh, metformin, things like that, you have to be careful. You have to talk to your, your, your doctor. And, and, and navigate these things. But we don't die from fasting. We die from overconsumption. And I believe we are called to take care of this temple that we have. I realize out now more than ever, if I don't, I will not be a very good parent or pastor. It, it affects everything. How we take care of the one gift that God has given us. By the way, that topic upsets people too. <laughs> Just stick with preaching as you enjoy your six-pack of donuts from, from Krispy Kreme. Well, I'm, I, am I just speaking truth? I'm speaking truth. I'm trying to convict people to wake them up. Wake them up to the realities of what we are doing to ourselves. And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet and the three angels who are about to sound. In other words, get ready, get ready, get ready. The fifth trumpet, Lord help me, the locust from the bottomless pit. 
Then the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven to the earth. Now, we can do a lot of cross-referencing, of course, and this could resemble Satan falling from earth or a demonic type of, uh, of, of something falling from earth that Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. And so often we think, you know, stars or the moon or, or clouds, those are actually Old Testament imagery. Is Jesus actually coming back riding a cloud, like it says, on the cloud? Or does that mean the clouds of judgment when Christ comes again? And so a lot of times you have to go back and look at how the Old Testament, I'm pretty sure John was writing based on what he knew about the Old Testament as well, and God would use that. So something demonic here is falling from heaven. And to him it was given the key to the bottomless pit. The pit of the abyss. Possibly where the demonic demons. Remember Jesus? I think I'm, I'm so, so many things that come to mind. When they said, do not throw it, do not cast us to the pit, but give us, put us into the swine. So there could be a place where they're being held. And the reason I say could have, or this is considered this, or this commentary, because when we, I, I'm, I'm a person who can't say this is exactly how it's going to pan out when I don't know how it's going to pan out. How can I say, oh, well, this is exactly what this means? Give me a break. Every commentary is divided. That's arrogance. That's pride when we're not open and teachable. And he opened the bottomless pit and smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace. So the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke of the pit. So something can you is, is opened. Now, what's interesting the sun being darkened, it could just mean our, our vision is, is clouded. You know, we we're not able to see certain things. Maybe it lines up with in the last days, many will, what, fall away. They will not be able to see clearly again. Regardless, divine permission had to be given from God for what follows. Like I said, smoke is a devastation of, it's either, it's either devastation or it's a loss of sight. If it's not physical smoke, it could be, I mean, when I read it, it sounds like a demonic, um, it's kind of hard to understand, but do you know that Satan is not equal with God? So God allows certain things. So this demonic opening of this pit that releases all types of demonic bondage and demonic strongholds and there's a lot of parallels to even right now. I mean, remember Satan used to be like kind of trying to be sneaky and deceptive. Now he's just out there. You see some of these concerts from some of these, these artists. They, they'll have, they'll have 666 on the stage. They'll have devil skulls and they'll have dressed up as Taylor, Taylor Swift crossing a line even. And, and these, some of these artists, these rappers and these, it's like, uh, you know, just this, Everything is just devilish. And, and I remember, um, uh, you know, with Lady Gaga's image and who's the lady on the voice? Is it voice? Kate Perry, Katy Perry, Kate Perry, her mom and dad's a pastor. And so pray for her too. But when she would come out singing these demonic lyrics dressed as a demon, hello, that's not good. That's not good. Little Nas X, unbelievable satanic. They think 666 is cool. They think this is, oh, it's cool until it has you in bondage. And you bow to that leader who wants to destroy you and take you out. 
It's everywhere. Satan is. When I saw the flyer for the satanic group is wanting to meet the library, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Who allows this stuff? Like that would have been that would have been just like laughed out of the consideration 20 years ago. Now it's welcomed. Commentary from Ellicott. The emblem of a fallen star is used elsewhere in the Bible. It speaks of Lucifer from falling from heaven. Christ describes Satan as lightning falling from heaven. I knew I read it somewhere. So, uh, some great power or ruler is represented. Then by this fallen star, or the represented by the fallen star, the abyss is the same word rendered the deep in Luke 8.31 where the demons besought our Lord not to send them into the abyss or the deep. Then out of that smoke came locusts upon the earth, and to them was given power, as scorpions of the earth have power. They were commanded not to harm the grass or the green or the trees, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Hey, there's believers during this time. So everybody thinks all Christians will be out of here when it gets tough. Maybe, I hope. That's what I'm praying for. I love that position, but I got to... Now this could be the 144,000 we talked about a couple weeks ago. You can bring in a lot of different things, but we do know that God seals those who are His. Do not harm those who are sealed with the Spirit of God. I remember in Ezekiel, God was going to bring judgment on the people. And Ezekiel said, "Go." he told the angel actually, go and mark those who sigh and groan over the sins of the land. Mark those so when my judgment comes, it will not fall upon them because they share the same heart that I share for a compassion for God's Word, for a love of God's Word. They want to stand up for the truth. Oh, they might not be perfect. They just might not be nothing in their own eyes, but God sees their heart. They are marked by God when they put His truth. They elevate His truth. They look to His Son for redemption. It's a very powerful thing. And only those who had the seal of God on their foreheads were not harmed. And what did locusts do? They devastate. They devour. They destroy. One of the commentators here, I believe he's from Germany, Niber, the head is like a horse. Of this locust, a head is like the horse, and the breast is like a lion, and the feet are like a camel, and body like the serpent, and a tail like the scorpion. A lot of times, too, the Bible will use images like Russia is, is what the bear, you know, China's the dragon, and you'll see that too throughout Scripture that God will use certain things like that. And they were not given authority to kill them. They were not able to kill those sealed by God. Oh, I'm sorry. They were not going to do anything to them. But they were not given authority to kill the the unbelievers, but to torment them for five months. Their torment was like that of a scorpion when he strikes a man. In those days, men will seek death, but they will not be able to die. So it's some type of maybe a plague, maybe some type of, of something that we're, they, it's, it's, it's such um, chaos and, and devastation that they want to die, but they can't. It's not something leading to death. And the shape of the locusts were like horses prepared for battle. On their, on their head were crowns of something like gold, and their faces were like the faces of men. So the, then this makes you think, okay, 
Obviously, these weren't literal locusts. You know, is this some type of biological attack? You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.